This is Central Parish Radio Podcast. You're about to listen to Pastor E.A. Adeyemi's ministration on the Word of God. God bless you as you listen. Just go ahead and bless his name. There is no name that's above that name, Jesus. The greatest name, the highest name. The most powerful name. That's the name of our Lord Jesus. Bless that name. I appreciate God that you have the privilege to make use of that name. At the name of Jesus, every name must bow. On earth, in heaven, and not only the earth. We are ever the may be. Whatever knee has raised up his head against you must bow. Give glory to God and appreciate him for that name. There is nothing impossible for that name. There is no request that is greater than that name. Bless his name, and bless his name, and bless his name. Jesus, we bless the name. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' mighty name, we have worshipped. We'll be singing a song to prepare ourselves for today's service. I believe without any doubt that God himself is going to release fresh rain upon us today. In the name of Jesus. All right.
sacrifice. Abundance. That is what you promise. Abundance. Yes, Lord. Abundance. That's what you promise. Release upon my life. For with God, nothing shall be impossible. Release it upon my life. Thank you, my Father. Blessed, blessed be your name. Thank you, Heavenly Father. Lord, we appreciate you. King of glory, we worship you. The Lord that answers prayers, we exalt your name. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Blessed be your name, O God. Thank you. In Jesus' mighty name, we are prayed. Blessed Father, we give you glory. We honor you again. There is no one like you. We thank you because we belong to you. We thank you, Lord, for all you have done in the past. We thank you for what you are doing now. We thank you for what you will yet do. Accept our thanks and praises in the name of Jesus. Today, all we are asking for are showers of blessings. Abundance of breakthrough. Release them upon us in the name of Jesus. According to your promises that cannot fail, according to your infallible word, Lord, arise and move on our behalf in the name of Jesus. You have done it before, Lord, and we know your record. We know what you have done before you can do it again. Father Almighty, arise on our behalf in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Blessed be your name. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. I can't hear that amen well. Check on with at least three, four, five people and tell them today is my day. And then we can have our faith. First Kings chapter 18 from verse 41 to 46. First Kings 18 from 41. I want to apologize that we cannot use the, um, the main auditorium today because some work um, will be done there between the appearances yesterday uh, for the next few days. But it's a good work. It's a good problem. So by the time we return, you'll be happy. <laughs> Hallelujah. First Kings 18, I read from verse 41. And Elijah said unto Ahab, Get thee up, eat and drink, for there is a sand of abundance of rain. So Ahab went up to eat and to drink, and Elijah went up to the top of Camel, and he cast himself down upon the earth, and put his face between his knees, and said to his servant, Go up now, look toward the sea. And he went up and looked and said, There is nothing. And he said, Go again seven times. And it came to pass at the seventh time that he said, Behold, there ariseth a little cloud out of the sea, 
like a man's hand. And he said, Go up, say unto Ahab, Prepare thy chariot and get thee down, that the rain stop thee not. And it came to pass in the meanwhile that the heaven was black with clouds and wind, and there was a great rain. And he abroad and went to Jezreel, and the hand of the Lord was on Elijah. And he gathered up his loins and ran before him to the entrance of Israel. The hand of the Lord will come upon someone today. As at the time that this particular story took place, Ahab and Jezebel had polluted the land with idolatry, with wickedness, and all kinds of works of darkness. But God responded in divine judgment. Our God is responding again. I heard a few days ago that um, the media they are now they are now they are the one now who are saying that they want to discuss. They also brought in the the bandits. They are now afraid because God is going to wipe them out. I want you to know that your God is answering prayers. He's fighting your battle already. Tell your neighbor he's fighting my battle. Those who thought they are going to drive us out of this country, they are being driven out. None of them will remain. Say a better amen to that. Three things that I want to bring to your notice here. Three powerful things that I want to bear in mind, which will also form the basis of our prayer this afternoon. Number one, your God is the controller of the heavens and the earth and their elements. Your God is the controller of the heavens and the earth and their elements. God sent a man called Elijah, the Tishvite, sent him to hear. There shall not be rain, nor dew, but by my word. That was about three years from the time this story happened. And Ahab thought this was the one of those jokers. One of those people who have eaten too much yesterday and then he said he saw a dream or saw a vision. You must not forget that as at the time this particular story was happening, Israel was no more a theocracy. Israel had gotten away from God. The kings of Israel were not chosen by God again. They were not anointed by the prophets of God. They were choosing themselves. All the sons of, of Jeroboam. Jeroboam had by prophecy that he will be, be king. And the moment he installed himself, he began to do whatever he liked. He raised up God. He got himself out of the reign of God. But what he didn't know is that nobody can get out of the reign of God. Because the God we are dealing with is the controller of heavens and the earth. So God sent a message to him. There shall not be any rain or dew. Why is it that this is important for us to understand? You must know that up till now, it doesn't matter who sits on the throne. Your God is still the controller of heavens and the earth. I want you to tell your neighbor, my God is the controller of heaven and the earth. 
says again. The reason why Abraham excelled, why he was able to overcome all his adversities, was because he knew this. He came out from the awe of Caldas as a stranger to a land that was not his own. In Genesis chapter 18, verse 25. Genesis 18, 25. He called God the judge of all the earth. He knew God to be the judge of all the the owner of the whole earth. When he found himself in a strange land, surrounded by all kinds of people, people who could take away everything you have worked for for 40 years in one night, he was not amused. He knew he was serving the God and the judge of all the earth. I want you to be rest assured, your God is the owner of all the earth. Jeremiah chapter 32 verse 17. The prophet has this to say. Jeremiah 32 verse 17. Ah, Lord God, behold, thou hast made the heaven and the earth by thy great power and stretched out arms, and there is nothing too hard for thee. Nothing. Absolutely nothing too hard for thee. I discovered something in the book of, of, of Agai. Agai chapter 2, from verse 6 to 9. Agai chapter 2, verse, from verse 6 to 9. God was the one who said, I will shake the heavens and the earth, and the sea, and the dry land. He was the one who said so. He has the power. He created everything. He said, he will shake the heaven and the earth. He said, I will shake all nations, and the desire of all nations shall come. Is the creator, the controller of heaven and the earth. I want you to be rest assured. I want you to make your mind to be at peace. You are serving the living God. In Amos chapter 4, verse 7. And this one gladdens my heart. This one makes me to be excited. Because when you begin to pray today, this is the kind, one of the prayers you are going to pray. Amos 4, 7 says, And also, I have withhold the rain from you when there were yet three months to the heavens. And I caused it to rain upon one city and caused it not to rain upon another city. That's the God that I'm serving. Anytime I travel on the highway between air and the airport, I'm always excited the way my God works. Because you will get to a portion of the road, there will be heavy rain. You move out of that heavy rain, there will be dry land. I say, oh, I said that's my God. That's my God in oppression. From this moment on, when he causes his rain to come upon your life, abundance of rain to come upon you, your adversary will be enjoying dryness. I want you to know you are serving God who has all powers to do whatever he wants to do. So you don't have to measure your own success or to measure your own progress or measure your, uh, your breakthrough by the person who is next to your house. Because while that person may be grappling with poverty, you may be swimming in prosperity. That's exactly what God is saying here. And that's exactly the way you must begin to live your life on this moment. People will come to you with all kinds of news. Whenever they come, just tell them, my God is the controller of heaven's hand and the earth. He is on my side. If he is on your side, all things will work together for your good. Say a better amen to that.
the second thing I discovered that I want to take away from here is that in every situation, there are remnants everywhere. There are remnants everywhere. Elijah was a remnant in this particular story, but he was not the only remnant. The widow of Zanibar was another remnant. In every situation, there will always be remnants. There are people who bring good to the land. Even in the situation we have found ourselves, where corruption is the order of the day, and you might think that Nigeria will not get out of the woods. May I tell you, God will raise up the remnants that will deliver this land. Yeah. I may not know them, you may not know them. But by the time we begin to pray and we pray through, the remnants will suffer. Let your amen be louder. In 1 Kings chapter 17 from verse 8, 1 Kings 17 from verse 8, God was the one who told Elijah, he said, Arise, go to Zarephath. He said, I have commanded a widow. God said he had commanded a widow to sustain his prophet, a remnant. Part of the, of the people that God himself has preserved in this nation at this time, when everyone is only looking for the shortest means to cheat the next person, there will always be a remnant. And I pray that you will be part of the remnant. Let your amen be louder. And you know the interesting thing about the remnant? God takes care of the remnant. That particular woman on that day thought, this is the last meal I'm going to eat, and then I will die. Myself and my son. And all of a sudden, God sent the prophet to go to her house. And for the next three years, this man was enjoying herself. While other people were crying, oh, there's no food, there's no water. In her house, everything was in, play, in, in, in abundance. That will be your testimony. Remember, God takes care of the remnant. And God will take care of you. Elijah thought that he was the only one. He even reminded God, they've killed all your prophets. All the ones I've been training that they will replace me, they have killed them. God said, no, you might not know. I have reserved 7,000 somewhere that nothing has touched, that are still serving me with all their heart. 7,000. I'm excited because you are part of the remnant. It doesn't matter what is what is happening. It doesn't matter what we happen. There will always be remnant in Nigeria. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. The other part, the third one that I'm about to tell you is where we are going to spend time. You must pray down your rain. Pray down your rain. Elijah was the one who had the sand of the abundance of rain. Not only is it that he had the expand of the abundance, he also sent a message to Ahab. I have had the sand. You will expect him just to go home and then be expecting the rain. But did he do that? No, he went to the mountain top. He began to pray. He has had the sand. But the rain hasn't come. Listen to me. I want you to know something today, something very important. It is very easy to stop a thing. It is more difficult to bring it to come to pass. It is easy 
for a negative thing to, to happen, it is more difficult for something positive to begin to take place. It was so easy for him to stop race, but for rain to come back, he had to pray through. So he sent his son and go and check. I want to know if there is a sign of rain. He said there is none. Ah. Then he knew that he had some job to do. Now, when you look at this story, the Bible did not tell us exactly how many minutes or hours it will take this uh, young man, the servant, to go from where Elijah was to where he can see the sea. Nobody, nobody told us exactly how long it will take. But he told him, he said, go seven times. And he went the first time. He came back. No sign. In the meantime, the man of God was still at the same as He said, sow to yourself in righteousness. Reap in mercy. Break up your fallow ground. For it is time to seek the Lord. Till he comes and rain righteousness upon you. Here he comes. You must pray until it happens. Brethren, it will happen. Then we must pray down. So don't be discouraged if after you have prayed for 24 hours, nothing has happened. Keep praying. Don't be discouraged if after you have prayed for 48 hours, nothing has happened. Keep praying. I was reading the story of a man of God overnight whose ministry is doing so well in Nigeria today. He's situated in Lagos. And I've known him for quite some time now. And it was the road on their website. When they started their church, he said it was so difficult for them to raise money to be able to pay for the facilities. They were using the place between, I think, between 10 and, 10 and 12. And they were struggling to pay. And on this particular day, the owner of the hotel told them categorically, he said, if you don't pay today, you are not going to have service. So the man was going to shut the place down. So they now agreed, okay, when the service is uh, midway, then you can come and shut, shut us down. So when it was 11 o'clock, the man threatened that he was going to put on the generator. So they went to the pastor, said, pastor, <laughs> don't put on the generator. He collected offering in the middle of the service so that they can pay. But do you know, in spite of that difficult beginning today, that ministry is swimming in abundance. What you need to know is to step out and pray it down. Several times people will say, oh, but they have told us that if you ask, you will receive. If you see, you will find. If you don't, the door will be open. Ask those people who have been on this journey for some time. They will tell you how difficult it is to bring down rain. It is difficult to stop the heavens. It is more difficult to bring it down. But may I tell you, if you keep praying without ceasing, your rain will come down. Remember what the Bible says here. So to yourself in righteousness. You must live the life of righteousness. This is not the time to turn to the right or to the left. This is the time to keep moving on the straight path. Make a straight path for your feet. Sort yourself in righteousness. 
and then you will reap in mercy. And then the Bible says in Acts chapter 16, you know the story of Paul and Silas. They have preached the gospel. They have done the work of deliverance. They've done exactly what God sent them to do. Then the enemy moved against them. They didn't allow the enemy to shut their mouth. Their hands were bound. Their feet were put in stock. But their mouth was unbound. My, bro- my brother and my sister, this is one thing we must do this day. And we must do it every day. The Bible says at midnight, Paul and Silas prayed and sang praises unto God. And the prisoners heard. The prisoners heard them. And suddenly, there was a great earthquake. Pray down your abundance. You can pray down your revival. Don't, sh- don't keep short. Don't keep silent until it happens. You can imagine what could have happened to Elijah if he stopped at number six. He will have lost the abundance. He will have lost the miracle. He will have lost that particular breakthrough that he desired, not just for himself, but for the whole of Israel. When you start praying today, you must keep praying until it happens. You must not stop until it happens. Many of us will say, I have tried. You have not tried until the abundance comes. The only thing that tells us that you have tried is that there is a testimony to go with it. Stand up on your page. We will pray our miracles down. We will pray our rain down. We will pray our abundance down. So just go ahead and begin to give him glory. Appreciate him. And honor him. Bless him. Bless him. Appreciate him. Thank you. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We appreciate you again today. We bless your name because we are your children. You have given us a name that's above every other name. We thank you because all things that, be, that are in heaven and on earth, they belong to us. You are the controller of the heaven and the earth. You are the controller. You take care of your home. You will always take care of your remnant. Father, we appreciate you because you will take care of us. Thank you, Heavenly Father. Thank you, Heavenly Father. You always take care of the remnant. Blessed be your name. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. Prayer number one, you are going to say, Heavenly Father, you are the controller of heaven and the earth. Control resources on my behalf. Direct your resources to my house. Direct abundance to my house. You are the controller of heaven and the earth. Yes. Everything I need, O Lord, to make my joy to be full. Direct it, O Lord, to my house. Direct it to my life. Father, you are the controller.
whatever has stopped it, let it begin to flow again. My father, You are the controller. Thank you, Heavenly Father. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. You are going to cry to the Almighty God. I'm part of the remnant. You always take care of your remnant. I am here, O oh Lord. Take care of me. Cry to the Lord. Cry to the Lord. I'm part of the remnant, O oh Lord. Take care of me, O oh Lord. I do not know how you will do it. But I'm part of the remnant. You took care of Elijah. You took care of the widow. Lord, a part of the remnant. Take care of me, O oh Lord. I am part of the remnant. You preserve the 7,000 throughout the time of famine. Lord, take care of me. It doesn't matter what is happening. You always take care of your own. Lord, take care of me. The widow did not know where the next meal will come from. But you took care of her. I am your own. I am your own. Lord, I am your own. When she thought that all was over, you showed up for her. I'm your own, oh Lord. I'm part of the remnant. My father,
I needed to pay some amount of money for a project that we were doing in the university. And it's not some, some small money. I was the one who initiated the project and I was the one who made the commitment. But I didn't have the money again. So I was praying. And somebody came to this company and said, God sent her to the company and said, she should go to me that she had some amount of money to give me. Exact amount of money that I needed. God sent her to this company to come and give it to me. I want you to know God is still doing miracles today. I can't be telling you everything that God does in my life. You might think, oh, it's because I'm pastor. No, 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 not in the least. But I know the one I'm serving. I know he has never failed me. And he cannot fail you. Father, we want to give you glory. We appreciate you again and again. We honor you because you are faithful. We thank you because you are the controller of the heavens and the earth. You are the one who had revealed yourself to us in various ways. You are the one who had already made provision before the need will arise. Accept our thanks and praise in the name of Jesus. Blessed Father, all the prayers that your children have prayed today, let them become reality. Very soon, let them come around to share testimony. My Father, my God, these are the offerings of your children. Lord, we pray you will accept our offerings. You will accept us also. We are asking King of Glory in this time of scarcity. Open the heavens above us. And as we begin to pray and keep praying, Lord of heaven and earth, we pray you will pour down blessings upon our life in the name of Jesus. More than ever, we ask, O oh Lord, that you will grant us the grace to pray our abundance through. To pray our breakthroughs through. Father, we pray every one of us, everyone who is here today will return with the testimony. Your name shall be exalted. Blessed be your name, O God. As you visited Israel in the days of Elijah, we pray you will visit Nigeria in our own time. In the name of Jesus. Lord, you will end the scarcity in Nigeria. In a way that nobody can explain. Father, end scarcity in Nigeria. Thank you, Heavenly Father. There is a grand agenda to render us powerless by rendering us poor. Because they know that poverty is a weapon. But my Father, may God, it doesn't matter who, those who have designed this particular agenda. Frustrate them yourself. Father, frustrate them yourself. Almighty, frustrate them yourself. Thank you, Heavenly Father. Blessed be your name. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. And everybody we say. We hope you were blessed by this podcast. You can send feedback and inquiries to centralparishradio at gmail.com. Do subscribe to receive notification of new episodes. Thank you.